Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. We are brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name, of course, is the mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as Derek Montilla. This guy's name is Jesse Friedman. He goes by Thunderstick in some circles, but he's I also do. known as my vice mayor. Sir, how are you doing today? I am all right, Derek. How are you? I'm wonderful. The Arizona Diamondbacks won over the Giants. Uh, they're rebounding from... Losing that series against the Rockies, this once again was this lethal stretch of games against the NL West that I was deathly afraid of. This is a good start, though, right? The beating yeah. beating a team like the Giants when the Giants have not been very good lately is uh, exactly what we needed to see out of the Diamondbacks. Well, it's your it's your Mark Grace quote, right? It's it it's not who you play, it's it's when, when you, you play them, right? That's right. And uh, yeah, we saw that we saw that yesterday. The Giants. Um, came in and they did score two runs almost right away off of Madison Bumgarner. So yep. they did get off to a pretty good start in the game. They did. Um, Which but is it was, something Bumgarner has been doing in yeah. nearly every start lately. Yeah, right? it feels like he's uh, he's sort of been been working from behind uh, lately. But um, but yeah, it turned out to be a... I wouldn't say it was a great start for Madison Bumgarner all in all. Um, but he fought through, Derek. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, every, every pitcher is going to have those outings where they don't have their best stuff. Um, but you just kind of have to get through it right and you know five innings three runs given that you know mad bum was missing arm side uh almost every single right-handed hitter he faced uh, for a few at bats there um it was a i think it was a good outcome three walks and that's the thing was yeah he did did hit a couple of batters too so i would i wouldn't say it was (laughs) it was great on that front um but the diamondbacks played a solid game all the way around. They it did. was a it was a very watchable baseball game. I heard from people who, you know, maybe didn't maybe they don't tune in to every Diamondbacks game, but on July 4th they wanted to tune in and just see what was up with the team and yes. this game left a, a good impression on those yeah, people. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a bummer. The game got moved up and the fireworks afterwards got yeah, canceled. Yeah, 310 is a bizarre time a for bizarre a baseball story, game. Yeah. Very but weird. You know what? I find it to be considerate. Jesse, I find it to be considerate because the Diamondbacks wrap this thing up by six o'clock. They get you barely, home. not really. It was like it was almost seven. This game was on pace to be. We were we were pretty freaked out in the press box. We we're like we're gonna be here till like nine o'clock because the first yeah the first three innings I think took about an hour and fifteen minutes or something. But fortunately, things sort of sort of sped up from there. Uh, Buddy Kennedy had an absolutely outstanding game, two for four with two RBI and a run scored. Also, some pretty 
nifty plays there defensively by Mr. Kennedy. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed watching him out yeah, there. Yeah, that, that I, glove I know, flip on the double play, yeah, that like, was not that many guys can do that. Honestly, I know for a fact that he has you know, been very good at the plate, but I had no idea that Buddy Kennedy was as fast as he was. He is, yeah. Like we, he beat out a pretty standard. He, it was very standard, you know, a, yes. Pretty, pretty standard ground out by just yeah. with, with them legs. It was awesome. It was crazy, yeah. So actually, uh, that was a pretty big story after the game. Um, I asked Josh Rojas after the game about that, actually. Um, I just asked him, uh, you know, did you have any idea that Buddy Kennedy was that fast? And he was like, honestly, no. <laughs> he said he was like looking on. Um, I kept trying to remember what the what the batting order was. Um, oh, yeah. Rojas was right after Buddy Kennedy. Yeah, so right. he was watching from the on deck circle. And he said he was like he was completely stunned. He was like, wow, Buddy Kennedy might be faster than I am. And sure enough, he is, Derek. If yeah. you look at the numbers, Buddy Kennedy uh, on that play, his sprint speed, I think it was uh, 4.3 seconds to first base. That's how Good long Lord. that's how long it took him to get out of the box and into first base. That was the fastest time to first base by any Diamondbacks player this season. My goodness. Buddy Kennedy. And, My goodness. and you look at the guy and he doesn't necessarily strike you as being, you know, no. a speedster no. type. So it's it's impressive. And I don't know. I, I, I want I, I don't want him to take that personally. But yes, he's. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's a, like he's like. Him, he's fast. <laughs> no, but he was much faster than we anticipated him being, especially on that play. Yeah, uh, Josh Rojas, you bring him up. He's another guy that's been outstanding lately. He was two for four in that game as well with an RBI, hitting yeah. two sixty eight right now with a seven twenty OPS. Uh, the only person right now, uh, or a couple of guys, have a pretty uh, decent OPS, but Christian Walker's OPS is up to nearly eight hundred at seven ninety one. So. Just still batting two hundred four, but we don't we don't we don't care about that, right? Batting it, average is archaic. I don't care archaic. about that. Christian Walker, Christian <laughs> Homer, whatever you want to call him. Uh, let's get him in the home run derby. That's what I yes. really want. Yes, Christian and Walker I did. Uh, I did ask uh, Tori Lavello before the game if uh, you know he would be an advocate of Christian Walker being in the home run derby, and of course. He was supportive, as as you'd expect Tori sure. Lavello to be. I, I I would want an honest answer though. Like I'm sure he's supportive, but like there yeah. is that factor of you know hearing guys get thrown off by participating in the home run derby and yeah, not being as right. good with the long ball in the second half. So I, I mean, at this point of the season, wh- why the hell not? I mean, I, I think that it's more about the Diamondbacks. <laughs> you're not you're not too worried about the second uh, half, Derek. Not, is that is I'm that not, what you're implying right now? I'm just now? saying I don't think that there's a lot to lose at this point. There's kind sure. of more to gain for the team and for Christian Walker. I mean, imagine how big that would be for him to, I mean, show out in a competition like that. I'm not even going to say win it because winning it would be incredible, right? But for him to go to the home run derby and to have a good performance and make it to the final round or something would be huge for him as as a player because then he would get that attention he deserves. He's been very good. The names that he's up there with as top home run hitters are – aren't any slouches it's p alonzo and kyle schwarber so yeah as far as the national league goes he is up there with the best as as far as the home run hitters are concerned and we know we know his history at dodger stadium he's mm. hit some some monsters home oh runs in that ballpark oh my and god he would feast if only we could get clayton kershaw if, oh, to, yeah, to pitch all, for him right oh. you think you think he'd be up for that i don't know i don't think so but <laughs> what a hilarious storyline at least if he walked out there with him like he was going to pitch for him like we would all have a good laugh about that i don't know if dodgers fans would but we would have a good laugh about (laughs) oh man of course like i said it was a big win for the diamondbacks yesterday and uh just excited to see them getting things rolling in the right direction i think especially you know with kind of how back and forth they've been yeah Uh, they they have once again beat a team that 
has a pretty good record and has been good this season, but again, caught them on a bad stretch after losing to the Rockies that have not been very good this season. So yeah, the Giants last year, this this stunned me. The Giants last year were 17 and two against the Diamondbacks. Oh Diamondbacks God. were two and 17 <laughs> oh against the San God. Francisco Giants. So that That's was incredible. That was kind of a big storyline after the game, too, was, you know, how to how good does it feel for the guys to, you know, get off on the right foot this season against that baseball against team? The and, Giants. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For big, sure. big step for also, sure. Also, it's the latest they've ever played a National League opponent. Yeah, ever. right. Uh, the other right. latest times were like in May. So it's like not even close. Yeah, right? it's not like even the other, close. The other times weren't even, it's not June or anything like that. May, I think against the Dodgers was the latest time that they had played a National League opponent. But here we are on July 4th. You know, of course, Jesse reminds us of, of all the bad things, Elizabeth, by the way, that's kind of his whole thing. <laughs> uh, Joe Mantiply, uh, huge props yes. to Joe Mantiply for shutting them down. Yeah. Uh, he has held opponents scoreless now in 31 of 33 games this season. Uh, he just doesn't walk anybody ever. Yeah, he's he's faced like 120 batters and he's walked one of them, which is <laughs> utterly mind-blowing. that's less than 1% uh, That I can confirm. Rate, right? That is yeah. under 1% he walk rate. He's yeah. a math teacher. There you he go. knows what I'm talking about. There you go. Uh, also, Marte now has hit safely in 16 of his last 18 home games dating back to May 23rd. So he's been he's been pretty good here. And again, he's getting his batting average back up. He, I believe, has the highest batting average currently on the team. He's hitting around 263. Talking about Marte? Marte. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's at Josh, 263. Yeah, Josh Rojas is the only one with a higher batting average at 268 right Do now. Do you know what the uh, trivia question, Derek? Do you, what, what would you guess is the league average batting average, like league wide? That's interesting. Uh, I'll go with 246. Oh, that's pretty close. I think it's 242. Oh, 242. Yeah, yeah, things aren't great. No, things, things are great. on the offensive. And that's <laughs> that wet ball. considering the fact that there are no pitchers hitting in yeah. baseball anymore. Oh, that's such a great point. Yeah, you would think it you would, would think go up a little higher, bit. Right? But it is yeah, lower sure. than it was last year oh, and as man. low as it's been the moist, possibly it's ever. It's the moist ball, Jesse. It is the, the, moist the, moist, the moistness ball. of the ball. Yeah, no, it's gross. Please. Of course... If you guys haven't done so already, make sure to sign up for a membership over at gophnx.com. Jesse has all sorts of stuff cooking in the pot. Um, I'm writing about moist balls, of course, but of course you can get Jesse's <laughs> uh, piece recently on the Diamondbacks trade deadline primer, which I think is very accurate. And I think that we have a couple of other names recently that have been thrown around that we're going to talk about here in a moment. But uh, yeah, there are definitely uh, some interesting things bubbling for the Diamondbacks around the trade deadline. I'm not going to call them sellers yet, but they're definitely not buyers. So I don't know how you want to classify them, but uh, sign up to be get, get a membership over at gophnx.com. Annual membership will get you a free t-shirt over at phnxlocker.com. If you get a month-to-month membership, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. No matter which membership you choose, you will get uh, member-only discounts over at phnxlocker.com and members-only access to our Discord where... We put we heap the responsibility of planning the show on your shoulders instead of ours. So join us so you can do our jobs for us over uh, in the Discord. And honestly, there's no better place to be during a Diamondbacks game than the PHNX di- Discord. It's it's a fun place. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, look, <laughs> Emma's contractually obligated to not beat me up. Unfortunately for her, so obligated. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I believe I snuck a clause in your contract 
you uh, know, when you went full time for you to not abuse me in any way physically. Mm. Yeah, you're gonna need to go back and read that, my dear. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll hit up Saul when he gets back from his vacation. Please, like, please do. I'll get a copy of my contract real quick and <laughs> just show everyone that it's not fucking Look, in there. Right. Uh, you don't you don't want to pour milk on that cereal, is what I'm saying. Uh, you don't you don't want the snap crackle pop. I'm just. Just throwing that out there. From you, Derek. People don't, people don't From want, you, people buddy. Don't want that smoke. Let's just like that. that smoke. She don't want that smoke. People don't want that smoke from Mad Bum either. By the way, Mad Bum. Uh, speaking of smoke and this one wanting to fight me, people want to fight Mad Bum <laughs> right about now, apparently because he wore the American flag uh, out on the field during July Fourth. This was him coming out of the dugout, courtesy of the D-backs Twitter, looking like a folk hero, looking very studly. Um, but during a time where I don't know, Jesse, it's, it's hard to be proud to be an American on some of these days, especially considering what transpired earlier in the day. I understand people's yeah. uh, problems with this. What I found yeah. fascinating was there were people that were mad about both things. There were people that felt Mad Bum disrespected <laughs> the flag by wearing it. And then they were people that felt like Mad Bum had was sending some sort of political message or it was a very isn't that, wrong isn't that time just the, the to beauty be of it. The beauty of America, it's right? Incredible. No matter it's, no matter so what you do. We have. we have so much freedom <laughs> to debate all of this, right? But um, no, my point being is that I saw it and in my, I guess in my old age and, and being naive, I didn't make uh, much more of it other than it's July 4th. It's July 4th. Right? Yeah. Madison Bumgarner has started a couple of times in his career on July 4th. And let's be honest, this was his best outing. So maybe he should wear the flag more often when he starts on <laughs> July 4th. It was the least amount of runs he's given up in any of his outings on July 4th. But more importantly, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't want to... You know, you're that's the beautiful part about this country. You are free to think whatever you want about it. I was more talking about the beautiful part of the country being that no matter what you do, you're going to make everyone angry. That's part of that's it. more what I was that's talking about. But, but <laughs> it's also the it's also the freedom to have your opinion on it. You know? Yeah. I'm gonna say in defense of Mad Bum that I don't think it was anything more than it being July fourth and him being yeah, proud. I, I didn't of really the, think of, of the it. flag. And you know, again, uh Gabriel in our comments says, Let him ride a horse from the bullpen wearing the Fuck yeah. I'm all down with that. 100%. I love that. Um, yeah, like he can come in and Mason Saunders. We could have him actually rope a calf in the middle of the outfield pregame. Yeah. Uh, that could be his warm-up. I bet, I bet he'd throw a no-hitter. Imagine how many people would come if that was like a pregame yes! event with Madison. Yes! <laughs> Baseball needs to go full Savannah banana and have this kind of stuff happen. I'm not mad at Madison Bumgarner for doing this. Uh, not at all. Like there's so many other things to be upset about, but... I understand. Yesterday was a shitty time in our country, unfortunately, on a day where we wanted to just kind of forget about that and kind of be proud to be an American. Madison yeah. Bumgarner, let's be honest, he is a rich white dude in a country like this. So he is he loves it here. Right. Like there. But there's a lot of stuff going on yesterday that made people, I guess, understandably upset to see him celebrating it. But I just say, don't put that much thought into it. The dude was just wearing the flag because it's July 4th, much like me wearing this shirt. I mean, sometimes we have to overthink this shirt. I am wearing a shirt that is little cartoon Benjamin Franklin's on it flying a kite. That's a that's an American eagle. Right. When I put this shirt on today, I had to instantly worry about the fact that this shirt honestly is kind of a Philadelphia tribute. And there was a shooting in Philadelphia that happened on Benjamin Franklin, like Parkway or Avenue or whatever it was like I had to think about this shirt that I was wearing too much while I was putting it on. And I still don't know if I made the right choice by wearing it, but I, damn it. I like the little cartoon Benjamin Franklin and it's <laughs> July 4th. So I'm, 
I, I guess I'm 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 up there with Madison Bumgarner of you know it's the it's it's a terrible political and awful time in this country and sometimes you just have to still uh, I guess celebrate you know the moments. I have a kid, so like for me, yesterday was about giving her a, a July Fourth and watching fireworks and eating hot dogs and stuff. I, I just say when it comes to this stuff, uh, unfortunately, we we gotta let. If this was any other day, I would be on your side. But it's July 4th. So I think that's all that he did. Um, yeah. No, I'm not actually a Phillies fan. Josh, how dare uh, <laughs> you put me out there uh, for sure. Uh, and I don't know. I'm pretty sure, yeah, Brett Johnson said that that would get the D-backs canceled by PETA and their Twitter following. He's right about that. <laughs> exactly. We can't win. We can't win here. But Have, uh, you, been, have you been to Philadelphia? Uh, I have never been to Philadelphia, Ooh. but one of my best friends in the world is from Philadelphia, and I'm sure he likes the shirt that I'm wearing. So. There you go. Uh, I will say this, though. Speaking of winning, Madison Bumgarner won yesterday. Uh, he beat his old team, and uh, again, if it means that he's going to win by wearing the flag, I want him to do it before every game. Uh, his numbers from the against the Giants haven't been great, but his numbers this season have been pretty damn good, and that's one reason why his name is up there right there as a as a trade candidate for this team. I think more than his appeal to other teams, it's more of the appeal to the Diamondbacks to maybe yeah. shed his contract, <laughs> right? But yeah, right. at the same time, if another team could see him as being a valuable part of their rotation right now, it might be a win all around for everybody. Yeah, there is a report that came out. Um, this is from uh, Bob Nightingale. Um, he basically quoting some Diamondbacks executive is saying that they would love to move um, uh, Madison Bumgarner. Uh, I don't know, actually know if that was a D-backs executive or exactly some some source who's aware of the situation that Bob Nightingale pulled this from, uh, that the Diamondbacks are interested in in moving Madison Bumgarner. Um, and yeah, it, it, there's a big difference between uh, you know a player drawing trade interest from other teams versus, you know, trade interest from their own from team. Their team. Yeah, it's a pretty different situation. But um, the D-backs would love to get off of the contract, right? I mean, five years, 85 million. Uh, unfortunately, uh, even though Bumgarner has been better this year, um, he probably is not worth the amount of money that he's being paid at this point in his career. Um, and so the Diamondbacks would love to find a way to, to move that contract elsewhere. My guess, Derek, is is you know they're going to have to eat a sizable portion of the deal in order to make the move. And given the fact that Bumgarner is pitching pretty well for the Diamondbacks, all things considered, I don't really think it's worth eating a bunch of money to move him elsewhere when you're probably not going to get that much in the trade. So yeah, my guess right is he that. my guess is he probably sticks around. Uh, Madison Bumgarner right now leads the league in starts. By the way, three point seven four ERA. <laughs> I know he leads the league in starts. It starts. Games have started. He leads the league. Um, maybe that's just because he is pitched that, just yeah, yesterday. Is that his to his credit? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he's been durable. He's, he's been, been durable. durable. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one thing. It's his best ERA since 2018. So it's his best ERA in his entire time with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Uh, he's been pretty atrocious in these past two seasons. But, you know, again, like you said, it might be just a combination of both. It might be the right time. Might be the fact that his performance is kind of leveled out to a point where he might be desirable to another team. And again, for Madison Bumgarner, there's not a lot of years left in his career, right? So yeah. I think it would be great for him to go potentially somewhere that he wants to go that still has you know a chance to maybe win the World Series or at least make a deep run in a playoff. So yeah. that's going to be interesting to see. However, there was another name that you brought up that I don't like being brought up yeah. as a trade candidate, and that's Zach Gallon. 
Yeah, this is like the polar Where's opposite where Give it would. Uh, yeah, this is the polar opposite where the Diamondbacks I don't think really have any interest whatsoever in moving Zach Gallen. Um, but other teams are sort of hoping that he will. Um, so I think Bob Nightingale, I think I also saw a report from John Heyman on this one as well, um, that there is a hope that the Diamondbacks consider moving Zach Gallen. Um, but I, I, I don't think it is, I don't think it is, it is likely to happen. Um, Gallen is just a very big part of what the Diamondbacks do. Um, he's a likely all-star. It's still a little unsure who the Diamondbacks all-star representative will be, but I think he has probably the best chance out of anyone as of right now. Um, and he's under control for three more seasons, you know, and, yeah. and given the Corbin Carroll's around the corner and Alec Thomas is getting better and Jordan Lawler was just promoted to, you know, high a Hillsboro yesterday, uh, things are moving in the right direction for this team. And, and I don't think they're, they're ready to give up on the, the notion that maybe Gallon could be here for the next good Diamondbacks team that really is ready to contend for the playoffs. Uh, Gabriel Ferreira in the comments says over under on Mad Bum heading to the Cardinals. Well, I don't know. You have to give us Paul Goldschmidt back for that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I think uh, that's, that's fair. fair right? right. That sounds that's fair. fair. <laughs> uh, Josh Hunt says he's going to buy everyone torches and pit, pitchforks if we lose that gallon. Uh, I will be heading that mob up, uh, Josh Hunt. So we will coordinate on that because there you go. Zach Gallon once again has been outstanding for a team that doesn't even deserve him. 15 starts, he's four and two. Doesn't even make sense. Uh, 3.40 ERA. And uh, uh, honestly, a lot of his ERA have has been at times because the Diamondbacks seem to leave him in for an extended period of time. I'm not saying m- management-wise mm. that that you know that they're doing a bad job. It just seems like when Zach Gallon hits his wall, he kind of hits it fast, and he needs to yeah. come out of the game pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, He doesn't have that same rebound factor that we're seeing out of Bumgarner or Merrill Kelly, who's been outstanding at giving up runs and then kind of being his best after that point. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good point. I'll have to uh, do a little bit closer look at this, but um, yeah, I think you're right. There's a sense that Zach Gallen it tends to be the vast majority of the runs that he gives up. If there are any, it tends to happen later in starts. I know he gave up um, six runs in in the fifth inning uh, a couple starts ago. So I'll have to look more into that. But there, I mean, he's averaging about five and a half start uh, five and a half innings per start right now. So it's not like they're pushing him too too far on that front sure um but something yeah something that's it'd be interesting to look at for sure definitely i'm sure his era uh later in games isn't isn't great but um again he's a big part of what the diamondbacks are trying to do going forward so if you if you dare trade him um yeah don't like don't don't come don't come back is what i'm saying don't don't call me anymore if you trade zach gallon because uh, I'm going to be so heartbroken. I don't think I'm going to be consolable, but uh, <laughs> he's a big part of what they got going forward. Uh, and of course, you know, like you said, he's probably the only um, all-star potentially for this team this year. Yeah, I think that's I think that's pretty likely. Uh, I mean, Joe Mantiply, he pitched pretty well again yesterday. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's impossible. Um, I did just look up some numbers though about what you were just saying. Um, Zach Gallen's his opponent OPS does spike in the fifth and sixth innings. In the fifth inning, it's up to 765, which is not horrible, but it's definitely higher than his his normal opponent OPS. And then in the sixth inning, it's up to 933. Oh, Jesus. So there is <laughs> get him out after after the fifth for for God's there sake. There is there is some truth to that, but that's also part of being 
you know, an elite level pitcher in the big leagues is being able to go in and get through the sixth inning, you know? Sure. So I think the Diamondbacks Great point. probably want Zach Gallen to be able to take that next step at some point, but he has been a little shaky at times this year there. Especially this season. Like at times there's still, there's still times this season where I feel like the Diamondbacks are sacrificing, you know, potentially a win or, or at least a few runs in a situation yeah. for a guy to like for the long-term yeah. care of that player in a right. way, right? Like to build on, you know, just that situation being out there after you blew the game and you have to still kind of get yourself out of it instead of immediately rushing to the bullpen. Uh, but, you know, of course that's not always on, on the players, right? Like, yeah, I still think about Noe Ramirez still being the wrong guy in that Rocky situation. And, yeah, and, I mean that was, was a tough. That was a tough I know, spot. I your know, like your setup man about. gets hurt all of a sudden, um, and you just kind of desperately needed someone to go out there. And Noah has been a pretty steady presence for the Diamondbacks this season. So tough spot for him. I called it the worst loss, and I needed plenty of Four Peaks Brewing Company beer to get over it. Uh, of course, you guys can get this wonderful beer. Yes, someone asked me earlier. Yes, I am drinking uh, Joybus Wow Wheat. Uh, and it came with a little laughing emoji after it. Uh, it's afternoon, sir. Uh, I don't see a problem here, officer. But uh, anyway, <laughs> get yourself whatever your favorite beer is at your local uh, convenience store, gas station, supermarket, wherever you get your beer. Four Peaks has a wonderful variety of beer. You can go down to the Four Peaks Brewery uh, down the 8th Street Pub where we'll be for the Coyotes draft party on July 7th. So Make sure to join us for that if you're a Coyotes fan, if you're a PHNX fan. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter what your fandom is. Just make sure to join us down there. We're going to be having a blast. Uh, we're going to be covering the MLB draft as well, but I think we're just going to be doing it from the friendly confines of this very room that we're in right now. But, of course, if you uh, are interested in being down there with us, join us uh, at the 8th Street Pub. They have amazing food down there. We were enjoying they their do. food the other day. We're going to be broadcasting from there regularly, so make sure to, uh, if you haven't been down there, to check it out because it's a blast, and uh, we will be there. Yeah, so. they, they give us, like, a little speaker and so you can hear. Oh, I have to you hear can, myself. Yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate hearing myself so much, guys. Just saying that. Nicholas now, made a good comment in the chat that I want to uh, point out real, uh, real quick. Sure, absolutely. Um, uh, just talking about clearing his schedule to watch games when Zach Gallon pitches. I think there's sure. more than a few Diamondbacks fans in that boat where maybe some days the Diamondbacks are a little bit tough to watch, but when Zach Gallon is on the mound. Those are yeah, you don't want to miss that. Like Those, he's he's it, that good. It's a marquee day for the Diamondbacks. That's why he's our ace, right? It's the right. day that you want to you, you hope he's pitching on the day you go to the ballpark to catch the game, right? Um and and of course if you do catch the game, uh segue back into my advertisement. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Four Peaks uh draft room where we like to go. Uh we might be broadcasting from there a little bit in the future, but make sure to check out the four peaks draft room at chase field because it's another great place to get your four peaks brew. Uh, must be 21 or older to enjoy that and make sure to enjoy responsibly. Uh, but yes, no, Zach gallon is definitely the marquee matchup for the diamondbacks when it comes to, uh, who you want to see on the mound. More importantly, uh, the Diamondbacks named their starter for tomorrow's game, and unfortunately it's a name a lot of people didn't want to hear. Tyler Gilbert is making the start, and I think the only reason why is because there's other names that people wanted to yeah. see get a shot. I know uh, Corbin Martin has been a name a lot of people have wanted to see come up and get an opportunity. More than anything, it's Tyler Gilbert's performance recently in AAA that really seemed to leave you scratching your head a bit as to why he's the option that the Diamondbacks go for. I think... 
it might be just about the experience he already has pitching at a major league level when there's not much experience left in their minor league system as far as guys yeah. have already been called up. Yeah, th- this was an interesting decision. Uh, we didn't find out until after the game yesterday, so the Diamondbacks certainly took their time on this one trying to figure out who was going to make this start today. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you look at the numbers, Derek, and it's a little bit hard to to understand what the thinking was here. Um, he had a really good year. Tyler Gilbert had a really good year last year in Reno. He had a 3.44 ERA, 19 walks, 50 strikeouts, opponent batting average of 234. He showed that it is possible to have good numbers in Reno, uh, despite <laughs> what we talked about a lot of the time on this show. Um, but this year hasn't really been the, the same for him. He has a 7.57 ERA um, in 11 games, 10 starts, um, 44 innings, uh, 24 walks, 26 strikeouts. So basically the same number of walks as strikeouts, which is very uncharacteristic for him. Um, opponent batting average is well over 300. Uh, the whip is 1.80. So um, he, he's been a little bit better of late. He's only given up uh, just a handful of runs over his last few starts. Um, but I think he walked five in his last time out with Reno. So um, it hasn't looked great for him lately. Um, I think part of this might just be that the Diamondbacks wanted a lefty to take this start. Um, the, the Giants have some uh, some of their better hitters or left-handed hitters, uh, uh, guys like Brandon Belt. And so maybe with Tyler Gilbert, you're able to combat that a little bit. Um, but I know this was not the not the the name that a lot of people expected for this start. For sure. And I think that's maybe a bit where the frustration comes in is that, you know, the Diamondbacks still can't seem to solidify that starter. And Corbin Martin, again, is a name that people wanted to see maybe sure. come up and get more than one opportunity. They've had a pretty quick uh, hook for a couple of these guys, including Corbin Martin, uh, including um, um, why am I uh, I call him a psycho all the time. Why am I giving Caleb, Caleb Smith. Smith? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, Caleb Smith didn't get very many opportunities, despite the fact that he's been very good for them in long relief at times. So yeah. he's another name that I kind of expected to get uh, maybe another start. Yeah. We haven't seen that yet, considering that the Diamondbacks named him coming out of spring training as their fifth starter. Yeah, the big name that that I was uh, thinking really could be in play is Tommy Henry. Tommy um, Henry, that's another guy a lot of people wanted to see. Yeah, he was a guy from Reno. Um, he had a bit of a rough start to the season. I think he's uh, ranked number 15 or so on the Diamondbacks' top prospect list. Um, he is also a lefty, so uh, similar to Tyler Gilbert on that front. Um, but he's been pitching very, very well in Reno lately. 3.89 ERA this season. In yeah, Reno. which in Reno, yeah, that's, that that's really well impressive. Be, that might as well be sub one in, the, in, in Reno. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really impressive what he's done. And he started the year walking a lot of guys over his last few starts. He's hardly walked anyone. Yeah. So it just seems like he's made a lot of progress. And I still think we're going to see him at some point this season. Um, I think he turns 25 and uh, at the end of this month. So, um, he's right around the age and right around the point in his progression where I think he's ready for, for the big leagues. And, um, this certainly was an opportunity where the D backs could have used him. He made the start for Reno yesterday. Um, so I think it, it could have aligned well so that he could have made this start today, but the diamondbacks turned to Tyler Gilbert instead. 7.57 ERA for Tyler Gilbert. Yeah. And again, it's just about the trajectory the Tommy Henry seems to be on that upward trajectory. Um, but maybe again, it's about, it's that same thing that we have to remind people about Corbin Carroll. It's about their progression and going yeah. through it at the right speed so that you're not expediting it and potentially rushing it to the point where they won't be able to find success at a major league level. Yeah. That's why baseball is what it is. That's why the draft for a lot of people is so uninteresting because so many of the players drafted 
don't go on to be the next yeah. big thing in baseball, right? right? So right, the vast majority don't ever play a game in right. the big leagues. It's I, just the reality. I, of the I situation. think if the top fifteen players drafted more consistently ended up being some of the best players in baseball, there would be a higher interest in the draft. Yeah, but because and not that, to say like draft picks in other sports can you know not turn out too, it's but just, it's just no, another they level. Right. They never do. Like you're never talking about one through fifteen in any sport always being a, a contributing factor. You have some drafts. Right. That produced more guys than others, right? But it's the consistency. It's the percentage of those top 15, top 20 draft picks that end up going on to being good to great players in their sports versus baseball, which I'm sure that percentage is much less. Sometimes when you look at these drafts from five years ago, you would expect to see some of the top players in our game right now drafted back in like 2017 and instead you literally go through the list and go who the fuck are these guys yeah well and it's the same with this draft that's coming up in a couple weeks is like some of those names that we're talking about that the diamondbacks could select with that second overall pick you know jackson holiday uh drew jones elijah green these different names and and some guys you know that are projected to be taken later some of those names we're going to know in five, ten years For because sure. they're going to pan out. And some of those names we are going to, <laughs> you won't, in five years, you'll have no idea who, yeah. the, who those guys yeah. are. And it's not because of too many OGs. It's not going to be that. That's no. not the reason you forget. It's their performance. It's not our <laughs> fault. But again, whether it's good, bad, ugly, it doesn't matter the results. You can take OGs gummies and it will help you, help you overcome it, help you enjoy it, celebrate it, no matter the occasion. Uh, OG's is a wonderful local scratch made THC uh, edibles company, and you can get a delicious variety of flavors from them, including their new pina colada flavor that I can attest to is incredible. Uh, all of their their entire line of edibles is all about flavor, which if you've ever tried edibles of any kind before, you know that is definitely not a priority with some companies, but it is with OG's brands. Not only that, but they have a variety of strains to offer, including sativas, indicas they even have hybrids they also have a variety of doses for you three milligram microdose 10 milligram regular dose if you're a medical patient you might even find a higher dosage 25 to 50 milligram no matter what you're looking for ogs has you covered you can check out their entire line of products over at ogsbrands.com find a dispensary near you that's selling them uh, go to their instagram they're always telling you what they have that's new and and wonderful with ogs brands both of those are at OG's Brands. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands. Uh, find their products at your local dispensary, wherever you shop um, for, for, for your edibles and your cannabis products. Uh, must be 21 years or older to purchase. And yes, once again, shout out to OG's Brands for uh, inviting me to one of the greatest pool parties I've ever been to. Uh, I don't remember very much of it, but um, I was told that I had a great time. So... Um, <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, but yeah, there was a question in our chat about, did we already mention, this is from Josh Hunt, uh, did we already mention Jordan, the law Lawler moving up to the hops? No, we did not. Uh, we have a little Mike Hazen uh, had a farm segment that we're going to get around to eventually for sure. Uh, <laughs> tell you guys all about what's going on in the farm system all the time every week. We are now here live. Uh, we're going to be 1230 this week, but starting next week. We're going to be at one o'clock uh, every day. So make sure to join us here doing this thing. In regards to Jordan, the law Lawler, that's exciting. Um, it's exciting to see him move up. It's yeah. exciting to see his progression. Uh, obviously, him and Corbin Carroll both already look like they're playing way above their competition in the minor leagues. So I feel like their time is coming sooner than later. I, I think 
honestly, with Jordan Lawler, as much as I never thought I would be saying this, we might see him next season. But I am relatively certain we will see Corbin Carroll next season. But uh, again, Lawler moving up just brings him that much closer to the Diamondbacks actually adding him to this potentially amazing outfield that we're going to see for the Diamondbacks one day. Well, you wouldn't add oh, Lawler sorry, to, the, to the outfield. I mean, you could play him. You, <laughs> he's athletic enough. Uh, you he could probably I mean, play the outfield. I, I'm still thinking of Corbin Carroll being in the outfield, really, is what. <laughs> Christian Robinson, potentially. Whatever yeah, the case there's may a be. Lot of, there's a lot of names. There's a lot of great outfielders for the Diamondbacks in this, uh, in this organization. And it's just exciting to think about this team being comprised of these young uh, superstars that the Diamondbacks have in the making. Yeah, Alex brings up in the chat, wonder if Carroll gets some uh, some time in September. Um, yeah, possible. We we have we've touched on that. Um, it's I, s- I still don't think it's very likely. Yeah, but... I would err on the side of probably not happening. Yeah. But there is a scenario like I've talked about in the past where calling him up in September from a service clock standpoint, from a number of years of control standpoint. It might not be any different to call him up in September versus waiting a month or two into the season next year, right? Um, depending on on how exactly things shake out with him, so um, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be totally shocking. It wouldn't, not with the way that he's playing lately. But Jordan yeah. Jordan Lawler's still uh, a little bit off, um, and honestly, with the there there was a time where I thought the Diamondbacks with Perdomo were kind of stacked at shortstop, and and now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Perdomo makes some incredible plays out there, and then yeah. he also just botches some stuff. So I mean, he's the, so young. He's I mean, he's still very he's young, twenty-two. Right? So I I think the athleticism is there, the talent is there. Um, but yeah, it's he's just pretty raw at this point, and I think the fact that Nick Ahmed isn't here to you know be sort of a, a mentor in some ways, and just also someone that he can share at bats with has made things yeah. a little bit harder yeah. for him. Um, defensively, but, they were just, it's amazing how well they clicked once Ahmed returned. Yeah, it the, really was. It, that is so true. Gabriel made a, a comment in, uh, in the chat that is, is sort of fun to, to dream oh, about Drew here. Jones, Drew Jones, Alec Thomas, Thomas and Corbin Carroll in the outfield on paper. I mean, what's, what's hard is that they're all center fielders. Like they're care. all good center fielders. Okay. I don't know how you just rotate them around each other. <laughs> 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 little, little, uh, carousel out there uh but yeah no that's exciting and exactly i think exactly why we won't see the diamondbacks make any moves to fill these positions going forward they they have some budding superstars in their minor league system almost at every position and and even in the positions they don't they still have some you know a a little bit of a of a blockade where they're gonna have to move some guys around and maybe start playing guys at other positions just so that they can they can get everybody in the lineup. We'll see what happens, but yeah, it's definitely why I wouldn't be surprised to see the Diamondbacks continue to uh, not make any moves this offseason, continue to not really be uh, buyers of any kind at the trade deadline, and just yeah, potentially making making space for these young guys to come up. But uh, of course, you guys, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Uh, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of our content. We go live now. All the time, five days a week. Me and this guy, I can't believe that. It's like it's like he's not even real. I can't even <laughs> believe he's here. I still feel like it's a it's like a Tupac hologram or something. But very excited for that. And of course, if you guys are listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a five star review. Uh, Diamondbacks have game two tonight. Of course, we talked about Tyler Gilbert. 
Uh, Tyler Gilbert will be on the mound for the Diamondbacks. So see if they can get a series win secured tonight with Tyler Gilbert on the mound. It would be big for them because they have not yeah. had a series win in quite some time. Yeah, this is, um, I mean, the Diamondbacks are playing a lot of games in the division um, the rest of the season. I mean, yeah, yesterday was literally their first game against the Giants, which means they have like 17 more games against the Giants still to come this season. So, um, yeah, Alex Wood is on the mound tonight for uh, for San Francisco. Um, he's He's been very good at times. He had a great year last year. Uh, this year, the ERA is, is over five, so it hasn't been as good for him. Um, you can bet the Diamondbacks will have their their funky lineup that they use against uh, against lefties most likely. So you know it's probably Jordan Luplo leading off, and it's crazy how different the Diamondbacks lineup looks against lefties than righties right now. It really is like a completely different team. Um, but we'll we'll see what what Torrey has has cooked up on the on the lineup card tonight, and uh, hopefully they can get things going against Alex Wood. Jesse, the Arizona Diamondbacks won one series in the month of June. That's against rough. The Minnesota Twins, and they were they were nine and sixteen in the month. So there was there were not many positives in the month of June they, for this baseball they, team. They split a couple of series and such, but it's crazy to think back about almost a month ago was the last time that they won a series close to that. So well, they were about five hundred for a while. Yeah, like in April sure. and May, they were yep. they were hovering pretty close to five hundred. They, Remember, they were three games they over five hundred. We made a little graphic. Yeah. It was a little. Uh, <laughs> You know, little Baxter climbing up a mountain that we haven't used in a while. That guy's yeah. getting dusty. Yeah, he's um, <laughs> uh, well, he's fallen down the mountain a fair <laughs> a fair amount since then. He's like, so. I'm just gonna wait, you guys. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a little winded. I'm a little tired, but uh, they do have a chance to secure that series win against the Giants today. Then they welcome the Rockies this weekend. So, and they have four games against the Rockies. This is a great opportunity once again playing good baseball. Giants haven't been playing very good baseball to maybe take this series and and maybe have that kind of roll into the next series. We've still been looking for that, for the Diamondbacks to go on some sort of positive streak as far as wins and losses go. And yeah. we just we haven't seen that. You never know what you're going to get out of this team. I, I don't know when to and not bet on them on, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Jesse. I tried to bet on them, and everything I bet on the day before, they did the next day. Ah. Know, I tried to do a little parlay <laughs> and put some st- stuff in there. And, of course uh, – I bet on Christian Walker to hit a home run. He hit two the next day, so uh, but not the day I bet on him, and that's sometimes the way it works out. But, of course, hopefully you have better luck over at the DraftKings Sportsbook than I did with that because that was a bit heartbreaking. Uh, I did hit the other things on there. I was bragging about that on Twitter. Maybe that was the real reason why I lost. Karma bragging about a bet yeah, on Twitter in the middle of it. At that point. It wasn't a good idea, but uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh, I'm definitely not betting on Tyler Gilbert in any way in this game, that's for sure, uh, and I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he goes out there and throws another no-hitter because that would be fitting that would be with fitting, the way yeah. that people... It seems like the more we say negative things about these guys, like yeah. when people come in our comments and start saying, like, why are they starting Carson Kelly at the leadoff? Right, and then he goes, right. like, three for four or whatever. Right. But anyway, uh, Carson Kelly, another guy. You wrote an article, or a little bit, about him in yeah. one of your pieces, and he's a guy that's been getting things back on track, so... That's he looks better. That could be very beneficial for this team if he can get back right. Yeah, yeah, he looks he looks better offensively, and um, it was interesting having him catch yesterday um, with Madison Bumgarner on the mound. Jose Herrera has sort of been, um, I don't want to say Mad Bum's personal catcher because I think uh, a good portion of that might just be because Carson Kelly was injured for so long sure. that 
Um, he wasn't really available during that time, but Jose Herrera has been the guy working with um, with Mad Bum uh, the majority of the time throughout the year. But um, but yeah, if the D-backs can get Carson Kelly's bat going again, that would be uh, that would be very big for them. One of our uh, Twitter followers pointed out, I think that it was Zach Gallen potentially has been having much better numbers with Jose Herrera behind the plate uh, than anyone else. Huh. So it's like, if that's the case, let's make that an official thing. Let's make uh, let's make that connection for real, and uh, let's let's do everything we can to give Zach Gallon a fifth win because he still hasn't gotten that in his career. So let's get Zach Gallon there. I don't know, Jose Jose Herrera. Uh, with Jose Herrera catching, Zach Gallon has a 3.05 ERA. With Carson Kelly, has a 2.96 ERA. Oh. Pretty much exactly the same. Dalton Varsho, um, he has a 6.10 ERA. That's just two starts, though. So, um, yeah, looking at the numbers, it's pretty dang pretty close similar. between the two. All yeah. Right. Well, way to prove me wrong. Yeah. I didn't say it. I, I had yeah. the diplomatic freedom of saying a Twitter followers. <laughs> I didn't verify it, but. I don't. I tend not to do that. Uh, of course, we thank you guys for joining us on today's show. This is where we'll be uh, on all of our non-post series games right here. Around one o'clock is when we're gonna be starting. eat lunch with us. Maybe yeah, maybe we'll. Are we allowed to bring lunch too? No. 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 Oh, you 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 better eat before you come here. Because okay. That's not that's not pleasant radio. But uh, of <laughs> course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm cap. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy's at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore Dbacks. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you guys so much for joining us. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time around lunch. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you spend the afternoon with these two guys. <laughs>